Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be... Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Yo, what is up? And welcome to episode 25 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am joined by my associate executive producer over here, Pat Charmel. Pat, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Pat is getting over a little bit of a flu. I'm sure you could hear it in his voice, but um, he's getting better. I keep telling him to drink water. So, Pat, chug away. Over here on the couch to the left of me, to the right of the camera, we have a very special guest, my good friend, comedian, Tom McCaffrey. Tom, how are you, bro? I'm uh, chilling. Raise the roof. Yeah. So um, Tom and I what were t- Tom and I were just going Word. over Mike Styles where he's gonna you know hold the mic. Tom, um, you know, big comedian, and uh, the guy rests his mic on his chin as many comedians do. But um, I feel like more people are you know doing a little bit a little bit close, a little bit far, and mixing it up. Anyway, random. What's up, Tom? How are you, man? I'm good. It's, so this is this feels unnatural to me to have the mic. On the stand, just like you have to move towards the mic. You usually yeah. have your hand you know, moving it that. towards I, your mouth. I've done radio stuff, so I guess it's not that crazy. All right. Well, we want you to feel comfortable here. I see you've already had some sips of water. Uh, tra- right, yeah. Translate that um, that water drinking over there to Pat. Pat, uh, take notes. Yep. Um, so, Tom, you and I um, met a few years back. Um, I think we first initially met when I saw you on stage, bro, and I thought you were hilarious. So we figured we had that to get you right. on. We figured we had to get you on the podcast, man. Thank uh, you. This guy is um, at Black Cat a lot when I'm there spitting bars. Ted Jones uh, is rapping. that where we met at Black Cat? Um, I, I, I think, think so, so. Yeah. or maybe you know it had to be at like I mean one of those one of those sort of comedy you, clubs. Uh, I do remember you laughing a lot at, at stuff I said. Right. When, okay. Like, when it was like, when it was dead. <laughs> right. Like I was like, oh, that that guy's laughing. Like no, there wasn't really anyone there, and so um, I was you like, know, oh, I, I like th- that guy. Well, I think I think also you know what <laughs> I think you have jokes that like the average person with a an intelligent form of humor would laugh at, and maybe other people wouldn't think it's like that funny. So like for example, yeah. like one of your jokes, I don't want to, I don't want to like blow up too many of your jokes right now, but like okay. the classic, like the ski mask joke. Yeah. Like that's a funny fucking joke. I love that. Joke. Dude, can you just run out, run through this joke a little, just really quick. Just so like the listeners and viewers like know what I I'm don't know. About. I don't know. I don't remember verbatim. Yeah. But no, no, no. I, but the, the general idea. Yes, yes, yes. Please give it to um, us. Um, it's that, uh, I saw someone wearing a ski mask and then I'm like, Whenever you see someone wearing a ski mask, it's always a red flag that some illegal shit's about to happen, right? Because I'm like, uh, <laughs> has anyone ever in the history of the world worn a ski mask not for criminal purposes, <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I, I can't believe you're even allowed to buy those. Because the whole thing is like, um, when, when someone's wearing a ski mask, it's like, you know, like, and then I say something like, uh, see, I don't remember it that well, um, that... I've never even seen someone skiing wearing a ski mask. Right. And so if you I, and if you see someone wearing a ski mask skiing, they likely came down from the top of the mountain from, from murdering. murdering people. Yeah, that means right. they came so from I just from like took the joke people. fully. Yes, hilarious then, stuff. Um, just hilarious stuff like that. It's better when you do it. No, I, I <laughs> when I came out with my album. They, yeah, New York funny. Yeah, by the yeah, way, let's plug that. But uh, they, the label put out like a video for that joke, uh-huh. and um, 
People were kind of nice, but a lot of people were, you know, just people are mean, you know. And Wait, what do you mean? Why would people be mean about that joke in particular? Just, you know, shitting on the joke. This guy's not, like, I didn't laugh once. Um, oh, you're talking about the album in general? No, the the video. Someone, they, the, the label put a video for that joke. You want to plug that label really quick for us? Yeah, 800 Pound Gorilla 800 Records. 800 Pound Gorilla and Records. they do this thing to promote albums where they'll do like a minute of your stand-up in a video to put like on Instagram and stuff. Right. Social media is the big thing. And uh-huh. um, they did this like cool video of like animation of like a guy skiing and stuff for the joke. And then, in, a, in a ski mask, a robber ski mask. Yeah, like murdering people with right. a machine gun. And right. then, um, you know, people are like, this sucks. And then people are like, I wear ski masks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can maybe see people wearing ski masks if it's absolutely freezing and you're on the verge of frostbite. But uh, just, to, just to go back to, I guess, that joke that I thought was very clever and intelligent. Is there any particular joke that like you have that like kills all the time that you can kind of like, I don't want to say sit back on, but something that like where you're just the most comfortable, no matter what the, what, what the crowd is. I have one joke that I'm like, I have, I have a few, but there's one that I'm like so comfortable with, even if it isn't doing well, Uh it's almost a joke I do sometimes to like relax me because I know it so well. And even if it doesn't do well, it's kind of like you guys are wrong, you know? Right. Like that joke you should have laughed at. Yeah. It's, and it, I won't do the whole joke, but it's the gist of it is, uh, that I grew up here in New York city and that, um, whenever I go away somewhere and I meet people and they ask me where I'm from and I tell them I'm from New York city, people always, uh, feel the need to tell me why they, they couldn't live in New York city. Right. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like people I, from other places. Yeah. Like in I'll be in Hawaii. I remember when I wrote, I was in Hawaii and yeah. I met this idiot <laughs> and he was like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from New York city. He's like, Oh, I could never live there. And I was like, yeah, no one wants you to live there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that, you know what I mean? He starts going, he starts listing sh- reasons why he couldn't live there. Like it's too disgusting and everyone's so mean. And I was like, and I remember when it happened, I was like, yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for saying that. That's really not. And then the joke is I say, well, you would never do that in, in another situation situation like you wouldn't meet someone and go oh this is your wife yeah i couldn't be married to her <laughs> and then start leaving like yeah she's too like fat bullet, and gross bullet, bullet um, list of why you can't marry her right so it's it's really rude people just feel like they can just shit on new york city and it's okay. why do people do that by the way and so i see I, I pulled up your um your profile on google and it says you grew up in or you were born in southampton what's yeah. what's that about long island um well, from what I remember that day, uh, <laughs> what I heard you were born in Southampton. What's that about? Yeah, what's no, that I, about, bro? I, I grew up in the city, but okay. I my parents had a house in the Hamptons. Oh, fancy! I know, I know. I know. It's, it sounds so retarded saying that. I, you're not allowed to say that anymore, right? Well, um, which that you have a house in the Hamptons or the R word? Um, I say both. Yeah, you can bleep that out or whatever. <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't care. I don't All good, it. bro. All um, good. But. Uh, so I w- was born in the summer, and so they were out there for the summer. And uh, I was born at Southampton Hospital. Very So posh. it's kind of weird. Why like, does it say-, say that, though? But, I mean, is that like you were just born there for, like, and then you left two hours later? <laughs> Why does it say you're born <laughs> in Southampton, bro? Yeah, you're like, like, all right, that's it. I'm taking this Southampton title with Well, me. I think because technically I was born in Southampton, like, you know. And I, I don't know, I guess right. it sounds oh, kind of cool. Oh, and it's on your birth certificate that you were born at whatever, yeah, Southampton, Southampton Hospital. Yeah, Southampton Hospital. So it's on my IMDb, right? Yeah, I know, bro. That's why, I mean, yeah, that's how, that's how I knew. <laughs> 
I'm looking at other shit here. No, I mean, dude, obviously that too. But there's also an, an Australian football footballer named after you. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Tom McCaffrey. He was named after me. Oh, he was. Um, <laughs> and then a musical artist. There's some like Irish uh, folk singer. Named That's, Tom him. McCaffrey. That's him. That's him. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is an album name of his. No, that's my album. Oh, Ox. Do you, uh, really? Um, that was my first album, dude. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's he a has Tom one McCaffrey song. musical. Yeah, musical artist Lou Diamond Phillips? Question mark. And then yeah. Irish music. Irish music is the second one. So, um, um, but I feel like I blew him out of the water. Yeah, you did, man. Your results trump his for sure. Um, so Tom, just like um, growing yeah. up in the city, where'd you go to high school? I went to LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Oh, so that's like musical performing arts situation. Did you? Yeah, um, yeah. well, I was a uh, drama major. Okay, so you always wanted to like work in acting comedy situation? Or well, what? I mean, I was, um, when I was young, I was really funny young. Uh, what does that mean being really funny young like a disruptor in class <laughs> the class clown because like that's how i describe myself and yes yeah. i would say i was very funny in, I, you in know i don't too. i don't like saying i was class clown because that, mm-hmm. that kind of gives the idea that i was like you know always kind of like doing things to make people laugh like right. rambunctious which i really was i was right, always right, very right. dry and sarcastic okay. i just kind of like liked talking to people well that's I, that's how that's how you are now though yeah just like dry and sarcastic yeah like i wasn't like hey everyone and right, so right. I just kind like of disruptive became, in class. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about this, I think yesterday that, um, so I was really funny yeah, where people were like, like responding to me being funny. People would say I was funny a lot. And I think uh-huh. that just encouraged me. And I got really into comedy, young, not stand up, but I was into, uh, you know, like Saturday Night Live right. um, and, and movies. I was really into comedy. Were movies. you doing, uh, were you doing any improv at that time? Um, no, I mean, this is when I was like 11. I'm just, oh, okay, I'm just talking okay, about okay. like, was, was uh, like being, when I got, oh, in high, well, so what happened was I, um, like what led you to go to LaGuardia? Cause don't you have to try out? To I get had into thought LaGuardia? of it like I was really into movies and like, I wanted to be like Bill Murray. You know what I mean? Like that was, I would see him and be like, oh, I, sh- I could be like him. And so I, I don't know that I per se wanted to be an actor, but I wanted to be, I really was obsessed with movies and being funny. So I was uh-huh. kind of like, I would like to be in movies and be funny in movies, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which just sounds like the coolest job in the world. Right. And which it then, is, of course. Yeah. And so I uh, took an acting class and the teacher was like, you should audition for LaGuardia. And I was like, oh, what, what is that? She's like, it's a performing arts school. And so she gave me monologues, and she was like, "Memorize these, you know." For for not, and someone set up an audition. I think my teacher, and I didn't, I forgot about it. And then I remember, like, on a Thursday, they reminded me that I had the audition on Saturday morning, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And so I took the monologues she had given me, and I memorized them Friday night. I remember like doing this in the mirror, you know, just memorizing, and like not even funny monologues, like dramatic monologues. And I went in and I auditioned and I really killed it. They made me read. They made me read a scene, which was like a funny scene. I remember getting laughs from that. And then they were like, all right, we're going to. And I remember they were like, hey, we're going to call you back. I didn't really know what that meant because I didn't really care. And the thing is, I think that's why I got in. Because showbiz is all like when you don't give a shit, they can like smell it on you. It's when you start caring that everyone's like, get out of here. Um, Interesting. So I had it down at like the age of 14. Um, 
And then they were like, yeah, we're going to call you back. And I went to the callback and then I got, I didn't think I'd get in and I got in. And when I, and then when I got there, everyone there was very serious about like having a career in showbiz. It was like, I was there with people who were like in movies and stuff and already had agents. And um, I feel like that kind of got me more like, oh, I should, you know, I should be like an actor, you know, like these guys, you know? And then I got out of school and like friends of mine became like movie stars and stuff. And I was like, I should be a movie star. Like who? Like who, who'd you, who'd you go, you, who'd you go to school with? Um, well, I, I was there when Adrian Brody was there. Oh, the pianist. Yeah. He was there. Okay. Uh, Marlon Wayans. Okay. Do you know who that is? That's from Scary Movie 2? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And White Chicks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Um, Omar Epps. Do you know who that is? From O? No. Oz? No. Omar Epps. Love and Basketball? Yeah, Love and Basketball. Yes! All right, who else? Um, bro, so you, you know so you're a I big fan. To, well, I mean, bro, you know I went to professional children's school. You did? Yes, bro. I didn't know that. Yes, dude. So let's talk about that. Okay, we can talk about that. I know I know someone that went there, but who? years ago. Who? This friend of mine, this girl, Kim Walker. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, she, she was in the movie Heathers. Do you remember that movie? Heathers. Christian Slater? No. How old are you? Like 20? 20? 20, <laughs> 20, 28 and a quarter. Um. In yeah. between a twenty-eight and a quarter and twenty-eight and a half, she, right now, Heather's was a movie that came out in like eighty-nine. Kristen Slater was in it. She was really good friends with my sister. Okay, growing up, and she went to professional children's school when she was there. Interesting. She was always talking about like, and like Jerry O'Connell. Went yes, there. of course, dude. Charlie O'Connell taught me saying like, okay. Anyway, so like, I went to the school called Professional Children's School. It's for Why like did you go actors, there? Singers, Were you an dancers, actor? Are you um and performers? So um, I did like a little bit of acting and modeling. And um, I played tennis a lot, like competitively. So like in order for me to like travel to tournaments on weekends and such, like I would have the uh, teachers give me homework on like a Thursday night so I could skip Friday or whatever. But basically um, while I was at that school, I was doing like improv and acting. And also oh, okay. I was doing um, like tennis for the most part. Like that was, Is that my, how you know that was my profession. I know Julio Gallerati episode seven, by the way. Um, that's, from, what I, that's what everyone calls him now. What episode seven? <laughs> Julio Gallerati, <laughs> aka episode seven. Um, That'd be yeah, a cool Julio, rap name. Julio and I um, met uh, like 15 years ago playing tennis in the in the summer. But yeah, dude, so that's you guys like, are tough guys. Yeah, yes, bro, exactly. <laughs> that's like the whitest we, yeah, story ever. Play, yes, dude, we we met. <laughs> I we met Julio met playing, playing tennis yes, in playing the summer. Tennis. What was I gonna say? Speaking of like episode seven, yeah, that could be a good rap name. Also, Millie Bobby Brown. What was it? Her birthday today and season four. Of of Stranger Things coming out. So, like, what was her name again? Eleven. Oh yeah, episode yeah. seven. I, I don't know. I'm like the only 11. one who didn't like that show. It was I. It was okay. I didn't love it, but like, I, people I want, love well, it. People, like, that's the number one show on Netflix. I know. I, I watched when it when it first started. Julia was like, "You gotta watch." And I watched. Yeah, one. yeah. They were yeah. like, "It's so great." It's like the '80s. It's you know, I grew I. up in the '80s. Right. Oh, so you know. You, well, so you I watched it, it and I was like, like "Well, I thought it was just a show." And every now and then they'd play like a Toto song in the background, and I you was know, like, "All right." So I guess they're in the '80s. See how people can for sure get into it, but like the storyline in general is a little bit confusing. Using. And like, I feel like the it it's so convoluted that like uh, the people who are like producing the show and such can just throw out such a random thing, and then like people watching are like, oh yeah, this is like totally normal in this circumstance, well, or whatever it is. I I'm know. sick of these complicated shows. There's shows Dude, now where you're like, right, these where shows if, are getting more complicated. There's shows if like you look to the left for three seconds, you like don't, you, dude, you, you gotta you, rewind. You, you don't know what's going on in the show. I didn't anymore. think Stranger Things was that complicated. <laughs> It might not have been that good, but 
I did think you like it? I liked it. I yeah. think without, I mean, with like the beast and such, and also like uncut gems came out. One of the better movies I've seen, but like just so much shit going on. So, um, so uncut gems wasn't complicated either. It wasn't complicated. No, it was like that's like the least I complicated mean, thing in ever in terms of anxiety provoking <laughs> complicated. <laughs> okay, right. Was, okay, well, that's, that's I mean, I thought yeah. Honestly, it was quite synonymous. Under, but. It was very easy to understand. Fast and the Furious Sandler Nine was really complicated, <laughs> dude. It's insane. I was like, why are they nine. so angry? <laughs> They're consistently angry. <laughs> why are they the driving so fast? Vin Diesel just staying at, in um, top. Wait, so when you were there, there that must have been full of like famous people, right? Where? Like Macaulay Culkin went there to my high school. Yeah, yeah professional yeah. There children's were, there school. Were, yeah, there were a ton of people who are um I like guess who was there when you were there? Right now, um, I had a oh friend. My God. I had this a fr- is a, this is one of the crazier stories. Um, okay, so I had like my first girlfriend ever. Um, this was like uh, junior year. She had moved here from South Carolina. She was a model. Um, and she was like living in mo- model apartments for a little bit. Pat knows all about model apartments. So I um, was living in a model apartment for a little bit <laughs> and um, we became really close. And then basically she had like theoretically like kind of moved in with me for a little bit. But like my parents didn't really know. And, this like, was in high school? Yeah. So like, but this was a circumstance <laughs> where like my parents didn't really know. And she'd come over like late at night, would stay and then wake up. And then like we'd have, co- I don't know, dude, it was insane. Anyway, so I broke up with her. And then literally three days later, she started hooking up with Adrian Grenier. The, he the went to my school. From, the guy from Entourage. Entourage. Yeah, he went to LaGuardia. Right. So it I, was like it was the worst time, worst like four days of my life. So as a he, seventeen year old, they started hooking up, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck is this thirty three year old?" That's what I was gonna say. He must seventeen. Was he famous girlfriend. yet? Was Entourage Dude, yes, on? It was like it was like fucking season three of Entourage, and I was like my favorite <laughs> show. I couldn't watch it anymore. It was the worst. Wow. I was like, "Dude, how could you hook up with like my seventeen year old ex girl?" How did they even meet? She's a model. Yes, dude. She was at some movie premiere, like classic, nice. and then and then they met. It was it sounds like, like an episode of Entourage. <laughs> Oh Seriously, my God. <laughs> that does sound like an episode. Well, of if that show was literally <laughs> just like every episode was just like, "Hey, man, I met this chick. She's so hot. Oh, do you have any weed? <laughs> oh man, uh, what's going on with the movie? Oh, you didn't get it. Oh, you got a better movie. That was like what the that, that was the show. Yeah, and they the made, show how many just, how many seasons of that did they like make? Nine, dude. Also, speaking of. A In lot a of freaking seasons. You've been catching up with this um, Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm season 10. I haven't watched it yet. Dude, okay, I couldn't even make it through the first 10 minutes. It was so cringy. Like, he just started off the, the show with, like, a tacky, awful joke where he just got mad at someone. And then the next joke he made, somebody said, Happy New Year, like, a week and a half after January 1st. He was like, well, no, there's three days. Blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, all right, really? It's like, a little forced now. hanging fruit. Oh, is it not as funny anymore? No, 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 no. I, don't, I, don't I wouldn't say so. it's not. As, I don't want to be that guy to be like, oh, yeah. so much. The first right, four right, seasons right, yeah, were yeah. so much better. But, like, it does seem a little bit more did forced. You, did you, have you watched, like, a few episodes of it? I no? watched not this season, but even the the last season. Nine. That was, like, the new one with the, when it came back after, like, ten years. Yeah. It's really amazing how, no matter or what just nothing can completely last and stand the test yeah. you know what i mean i like, think i have i think it. friends did a little bit do you i actually i like friends i don't like, like friends. I but watch, i feel like people I would watch I any like, episode of friends but meaning. i feel like no one i i get a lot of shit for that <laughs> no, no 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 maybe your generation i've gotten but, into like i've gotten into like arguments with people about what that. what are they saying like oh they seinfeld just say is so much yeah, better it's always seinfeld right, you're right. stupid how could people are always like how could you people think friends is a bad show friends is not how? a bad show no it's not you know what it is this is when i my defense is that it's uh 
um, the sitcom is totally a comedy writer's medium because it sitcoms are all about comedy writing. So the actor, it's not like, oh my God, I love these actors. It's that I love the right. The writing on Friends is really funny. And right. I've almost, Seinfeld is probably better, but Friends is like joke after joke after joke. Right. It's always jokes. Right. So I just, I like it because the writing is so sharp. You like, know what? I think people also um, talk shit a lot about the, the, um, the laugh track on that show, which I really don't mind. But I people don't either. Do, but people do like really like not like that, which I which I can understand. Did Seinfeld have a laugh track? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I feel like it would be weird without a laugh track, like that kind no, of yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That unless kind of it's humor, like that uh, kind of humor. I would the think way so. it's shot, like the it's not like they change it to the single camera later. Right, so. and there's also underlying jokes too that like you might not catch if like you didn't hear like the um the laugh track. And such yeah there are some episodes things. of friends that are like that are so funny that yeah, are yeah, yeah. like amazing that when they're no, on definitely. again I'm, i watch friends probably every day so um <laughs> what um you like a family guy guy south park family guy or south park you know what you, i though? never i never liked either of those really I never I like south family park guy. south park is a family pa- family park i like um family guy <laughs> Uh, Family Guy I like better. I just never... I think Family Guy is funny, yeah. but I just never consistently watched it. Yeah. I, I went through a phase where I loved The Simpsons, and then I ha- after about three... And I think The Simpsons is great. That yeah. was always kind of the cartoon one I went yeah. to. Um, and South Park I just never thought was funny from okay. day one. I just... When people... It annoyed me that everyone loved it from day one. And when, when people love something right away, I usually rebel. And I'm like, eh, I don't like it. And it's weird because years later, a, really, a comedian I really respect. Do you know Kurt Metzger? I know, that, I know the name. Do you know, do you know Pat? Yeah, he's really funny. And he, I was on the road with him. And he, I was talking about South Park. And he was like, and I told him I didn't like it. And he was like, dude, the first six seasons are horrible. He's like, right. you, you have to watch You know what? I honestly, I honestly kind of remember that, like, there being a shift. When I honestly didn't like it at all. And then there was, like, a, a tiny, like, it's shift where I was like, okay, now I enjoy it. And he told me, he's like, it gets, you'd probably like it now. Because I was like, I've watched the first year for a little bit. And he was like, oh, it's terrible. You and should. then, like you said, I mean, is it just, like, a writer switch situation where they just, like, got rid of, like, the whole room That's and then, like, brought they, in they write people? The whole, Matt and Trey right, right, write, right. write the whole thing. Thing. I think they just I think it's like any I mean even Friends the first the first season is not that funny. If you watch Friends the first season it's not that funny and what it is is a big part of it is in the show when they say funny things to characters they're laughing at what the characters saying in the scene. Like they're kind of acknowledging that Chandler is funny in the show. Do you know well, what I mean? Like, right, like his actions and like how he moves his body and like. His well, like he'll tone say something. Voice. He'll say something funny, and then they'll show Monica like like laughing. But it it became funnier when they weren't acknowledging the funniness of what was going on in the show. More of a dry sense of humor. Just more like this is how they talked, and they didn't think it. We all thought it was funny from right, the right, outside. Right, 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 right. Totally, totally. Like Do you know a, what I mean? Yes, like Joey just being a. A silly person, like Joey saying something stupid and then being like, "Ha ha ha!" You know, it was more like funny that I also love how simple it is. It's like all the characters are so like Joey. All he he's just into like sex and eating and sandwiches. His favorite food yeah. is just sandwiches, <laughs> which is a great food, by the way. I also love I don't how stupid. So I don't know any of this. What any of this means? 
Well, th- that's what I love about it, too. It's not complicated. You could watch oh, Friends know, at yeah, any yeah. point and know it's going to be totally caught <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it's like no not, plot like development. Well, there is. There's still, like, a storyline, nah, though, right? I mean, there's not really plot development. There because is. Because they, re- they, refer to, they refer to past relationships and stuff like that, so you kind of have to, Sometimes. like, know what's going on, right? Sometimes. Yeah, they do, but, like I said, it's just all jokes. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to know, like, oh, wait, what happened in the last, like, four From episode to ago? episode, you don't really need to know, yeah. Yeah, that's why I like it. I you know I don't have time to watch these fucking shows. You know. Oh. Yeah. I, Are there any shows you do watch now that you like? Yeah, give us the juice. Uh, what I watched the, one of the last shows that I binge watched was Ozark. Dude, that was a good show. That. It's okay. So it's with Jason Bateman. That that's was his good. name. Yeah, 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 Jason Bateman. And then it's coming. Uh, season two is actually coming out the end of March. So that's if on, anyone hasn't watched season one, I would suggest watching that on Netflix. It was I a, did it was like really it. The binge. only thing it, it was it was very influenced by Breaking Bad. It's very right. How did you better? feel about Breaking Bad? I loved Breaking. I love Breaking Bad. I don't think Ozark's was better. You thought I, Ozark was better? No, I think you Breaking did Bad was better. Like Ozark was like a more darker like version of it. I think I liked Ozark. I thought it was good. I was surprised. I also never liked Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad. I thought he was way too dramatic. Really, you thought he was too dramatic? Yeah, I thought he was. I thought the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I like those shows. I just. After a while, it's just the exact same thing keeps happening. Right. You know, it's one of those. It's like, did you ever watch? It wasn't like House, but and the movie was terrible. Breaking Bad movie. When when did that come out? It was. I think it was on Netflix, right? Pat? El Camino. Uh, um, yeah, the, El Camino. Is it with what's his face isn't in it? Brian no, Cranston. No, no, no. He's dead. I saw that was on uh, last night. Sorry, I didn't. I was like, I can't. I don't want to watch that. This, there's no way this can be good. No, Jesse no, Pinkman it wasn't. You, yeah, you saved time. I just wasn't a Jesse Pinkman fan. Like everyone loved him. Like I mean, I don't know. Maybe because he was so hot, or he's like the bad boy. But I wasn't. I was. It's one of those shows that like it. It it had its time. It's like it, the and time it has passed. It had a long. Um, Run. As it was like, long, and it was like I feel like I haven't watched a new Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I think that you know every show kind of has its moment, and you kind of like just have to leave it there. You know, you can't keep making it. Yeah, I think Jerry Seinfeld did a good job of not coming back. You know, for a last season that was probably going to not be that great. Um, if it wasn't, I don't know, maybe it wasn't his time. But um, I mean, they did. They they like you know, stop making the show at a perfect time. You yeah, know, they when, did. And it got, um, it was bad that last season. Do you remember it? No, I don't. He, Cause he was gone. Larry David. It's bad. Really? It's very, you so can, Larry David didn't write the last season or he no, wasn't on, he wasn't on. He um, wrote staff. the last episode. He wrote the finale. But if you watch that last season, you can tell it's, it's different. It's, you can tell that they've hired like, you know, kind of smart comedy writers and yeah. they're kind of, and they're kind of writing in the form the template of what Seinfeld was, but it becomes like too absurd, you know? Cause the big thing about Seinfeld and like Larry David's comedy was those everyday moments that mm-hmm. they made into like bigger into, issues. In yeah. That became like the comedy. So in the last season, it, everything became absurd. Like I'm trying to remember, there was one where um, like, uh, Newman is going to eat Kramer or something. You know what I mean? Like, because he's really hungry. What? 
And were, were they like on a desert island? No, or it's like together? Kramer gets a gets a tan, and then he like gets covered in butter accidentally, and and Newman is looking. <laughs> and I mean, it's just like ah, that's so dumb. But the thing is, like, that's not like an everyday thing. Yeah, that, like oh yeah, I remember that time I wanted yeah. to eat my friend. You know, like so yeah, that was like a lost. hot dog. Right, right, right. So you can you can tell, like, and Friends uh, got kind of bad in the last season too, right? But I think Friends still has like um, uh, like in every episode can be watched relatively easily. Yeah, yeah. Even though do you they rerun it on TV all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they only rerun like they keep rerunning the same like fifty. I think there's a lot. Oh, really? they, there's a lot they never show. You know what I mean? Interesting. And sometimes it did get annoying when um. When Chandler and Monica became a couple. Why? Why do you think that? Because there would be serious scenes with them that got kind of annoying. Too emotional. Yeah, you know, like they'd be crying and, you know, they're oh, trying to have a baby and she can't have a baby. <laughs> and, oh, I really want. and I was just like, I don't want to fucking see that. This is too real. I just didn't, I didn't watch Friends to see people talk about babies, you know. Right, right. Crying. I feel you. Crying about babies. That's why I like Seinfeld. They never got serious ever. I Remember, you know how they do that in sitcoms where they're like Fresh Prince did that a lot. What? When they just got too real. Well, they I just, mean, Will all and of a sudden Uncle they, Phil got like super serious. Do you remember when Will Will Smith would do that a lot? I guess to show that he was a, like a good actor. Oh, yes, he that would he just was like well rounded. Yes. Like of one course. time a season, he would just cry. Uh huh. Um, and it would be like, wow, look, he's crying. I mean, he was good. <laughs> <laughs> this got him so many roles just down the line that it, he was just able, you were just able to see how versatile he was. Um, but yeah, and they would do they when I was growing up in the eighties, they did that a lot. They'd have a sitcom like different strokes and then they'd have out of nowhere one episode where Kim really is almost raped, you know. It's like aye, what? Yay. I thought this was like a funny show. Yeah. So speaking about all these TV <laughs> shows and all these things, um, what's the biggest job you have booked or the most fun job that you've booked? Oh man. Yeah. If you can, There's if you so can many big go back ones. in time. <laughs> well, I'm trying to uh, I well, I didn't look think, on your IMDb. I didn't. Page, I, I, there's a few things that I did that were like, like I've done things that sound amazing, okay. but when I was doing them, they weren't like. I think I did a thing once when I was kind of coming up in comedy, where I had done a few TV spots, and then Comedy Central <laughs> called me one day, and they were like, "Hey, do you, will you like host the show?" wasn't like a show. They were doing the, they used to do this thing at Comedy Central where they would show movies on the weekends, like Saturday night, uncut at like 11 at night. And they were like, we want you to host it. You know, they, they used to do that on TV where they'd have a guy like in between the movie be like, hey, we're watching this movie. And I think they kind of liked that I was like kind of a stonerish everyman guy, <laughs> yeah. like lax kind of guy. Uh-huh. And, um, and I remember they just called me, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll, all right. I don't really know what this is, but all right. And then um, I showed up at this apartment we shot in in Brooklyn, and, like, there was this huge crew, and it was just me. And I was, and it was like we shot for, at, like, seven hours. Jesus. And um, Wait, for what? It was like a thing where it was called the Secret Stash movie. Obviously, when you're saying shot, obviously it was a video. It was a video shoot. It wasn't just they were taking pictures of you. No, no, yeah, it was video. It was for right, Comedy right, right. Central. Okay, it was okay, Comedy Central. Ahead. And so they, they were showing movies at the, like at midnight. Actually, one of them was the South Park movie, I think. And it was supposed to be 
in between in in the like I would at the beginning of the movie I was like, hey, I'm comedian Tom McCaffrey. Right. Like we're gonna watch this move this movie tonight. And I, I vaguely remember that. Situation. And I would make jokes like in between each during each commercial break. Oh right, right. Like hey, that was funny. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and it was. Blah, um, blah, blah. I think that what was cool about it is so. I, I kind of shot it. And I was like, wow, this might be like a thing, I guess. And um, someone like a couple months later, someone was like, dude, do you have like your own TV show? And I was like, what, what do you mean? And they were like, I've, they're showing commercials with you on Comedy Central saying you're hosting some show. And then I finally like saw the commercial and they and it looked like, you know, because it was funny because it was the guy who I always knew as the Comedy Central narrator voice guy, uh-huh. you know, would always be like, hey, this week on Comedy Central, would be like, this week, Tom McCaffrey hosts the Secret Session, and they'd show a clip of me. And I remember, like, running into people, and they'd be like, and it was like, it was kind of like a it thing. It was me. Mommy! I remember Mark Norman actually years later bringing that up to me, like, when he... Like later was doing comedy. Is he? Um, he was like, I remember you seeing you on Comedy Central, like where you were like in your apartment. <laughs> Wait, like, oh, Ma- yeah. Mark Norman is he? Um, is he doing stand up with Amy Schumer for a little bit? Who was he? Who was he? Yeah, you know with? him. He's he's he was like Amy Schumer's opener for a while. Okay, I think yeah, I've definitely heard him around. He does jokes. He's like, hey, you know, uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really he's like he's kind of blowing up. I think right, he's right, about right, to right. really blow up. No, funny guy for sure. Um, so Tom, okay, we touched on the um, the album uh, New York Funny earlier, uh, but l- let's talk about it a little bit more. So, where can we find this album? So, is it just a number of um, jokes? It's you just doing comedy for an hour. What is it? Yeah, I think it's uh, about fifty minutes. It's just a stand up album, but there are all the tracks are you know I think they're like four minutes each. It's on iTunes. Um, Eight hundred pound Gorilla Records put it out. Uh, but it's also on all the streaming stuff. Spotify, Spotify as well, Pandora, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I mean, Pandora. when I when they were like talking to me about it, they said that that's kind of the new template for this stuff for comedy albums is all the streaming things. That basically I they were kind of acting like iTunes was going to kind of not even be like a thing anymore soon. Well, what do you mean iTunes in general or Apple Podcasts? I think no, like buying songs buying and songs. stuff. Buying songs for 90 99 cents or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I didn't know that people I even did that still. I don't think many people do. <laughs> right. Um they still do it, but I guess right. it's just it's not the uh the main thing anymore cuz it's main they said i think they said for comedy that pandora was the big one now for comedy streaming that's the one that uh people are listen are streaming comedy like albums so it was just a 50 minute set did you do it in the booth i did over an hour but we cut it down to like 50 do we do it in the booth like uh yeah no i did it i recorded it at new york comedy club oh okay cool um yeah it was i did two shows and we kind of the second show was was the the better one. So I got to check that out. Pat, you got to check that out. And you guys is listening at home and uh, watching or listening wherever you are. You got to check that out. New York Funny by Tom McCaffrey over here. And Tom, also, you have something on Amazon Prime yeah. right now. Plug that. What What is that? I made a movie called Adventures in Comedy that I, I star in it and I wrote it and I directed it. And it's on Amazon? Yeah, it, it originally was released on Hulu. Um, 
when it first came out around 2016, but it was right before Hulu became like a thing. Yeah. You know, cause Hulu's like huge. Hulu's now. huge. Yeah. I mean, their, their sign is like on the, on Madison yeah. Square Garden. I think they have like a whole arena situation over there. Yeah. I think so. Like the, 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 the theater at MSG, something like that. Yeah. This, and it's like, it's like a, a fake documentary about me as a comedian and it's following me getting ready to perform, uh, to record another stand-up album. Wow, and, how long uh, is that? It's like an hour and 20-something th- uh, minutes. What's it called? Adventures in Comedy. Adventures in Comedy. I definitely need to Janine check that Garofalo's out. Janine Garofalo's in it. Jim Gaffigan's yes, in it. of course. Oh, cool. I, what I did is I, I, I have a bunch of interviews with big comedians, and then I intercut it with, like, follow, you know, it's like Curb Your Enthusiasm style. Yeah. Like a comedian like Jim Gaffigan will be talking about a, a horrible thing that happened to him in stand up, and then it'll cut to me like having a similar experience. Oh, and like documentary. It's basically like I mean, it's not one of my favorite movies is Spinal Tap. Uh-huh. Do you know that movie? No, this I've is heard Spinal of Tap, which is just kind of like a rock band, a fake documentary about a rock band that's like having a hard time. And um, I wanted it to be like that, but like for stand up comp comedians i remember when i came up with the idea i thought it was like a brilliant idea it is a good idea i need to check it out for sure it is it's really really if i got it was in a film festival and it got this guy from the daily news was at the festival and he he gave it like a favorable review and nice nice yeah i thought it was cool i mean i i he wasn't wasn't a dick about it he was super nice his name was uh he was like i think he was the head movie film critic there oh yeah joe joe newmeyer joe newmeyer that sounds like a head. he was a cool guy i met him at the festival and he Uh was like and he came to the screen i mean it was it was cool it was like nice man and then i was in another movie i was just a star of in the of the movie but i didn't make it it was called happy life and that movie has like kind of a um a weird following like every now and then um they'll call me and they'll be like hey we're screening this again and then like i'll go to the screening and everyone there like i'm like a movie star wait the, what the, what platform is that on happy life i don't think that's available anywhere so then where the hell are people watching this movie because the guy who directed it has directed a couple of other movies and um the guy who shot it you were talking about uncut uncut gems yeah the guy, the DP for the move, this movie that I was in, he shot a lot of movies for those Safety brother guys. Yes, early on. And do you remember the movie Good Time? I've heard, oh, I heard it. it's great. Though. That was before Uncut Gems. Their movie, uh, this guy who shot my movie shot Good Time, yeah. and but for Uncut Gems, I think they hired like another DP. So this DP who shot my movie years ago has become like a like a big DP yeah. in, ah. in the business. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I, but it's, I don't know. It's like there's this indie film world that exists. And one time I went to a screening of this other, this guy's other movie, who the guy who directed my movie, it was like his next movie. And the star of the movie, they were interviewing her afterwards and they were like, Oh, how did you get in this movie? And she's like, Well, Happy Life was the name of the movie. She was like, Well, Happy Life is like my favorite movie. And I was like, What? And you know who that girl is who no. said that? Remember, there was a movie that just came out called Black Christmas. Have you heard of that? Yes. She, that girl directed Black Christmas, the girl who said that. Who is that? Her name is Sophia Tikal. She's like an indie kind of. Right. So like the indie film world. 
Yeah. So, so you're involved, man. You're involved. In a weird way. Uh-huh. It's like I go there. I went to a screening a year ago at a theater in Brooklyn. And every and I remember I showed up to the screening and I was like trying to buy a ticket. And the uh, box office woman was like, you, you can just go in. Because she like knew me from right, the right, from the indie from the Wait, indie so films. They have screenings of Happy Life or, or different. Or they have well. What happened is this guy who made it has made two other movies. He was releasing oh. another movie like a year ago, and they uh-huh. were this theater. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna have like a a, a whole weekend of his movies." So oh, they okay. showed my movie, oh, okay, um, like three times, and I went to one of the screenings, and it's just always so weird because I I, I think I'm like not good in it, and then I watch it, and like. People are, are good in it. Or no? I don't know. I mean, I think I'm terrible in it. Uh-huh. But well, afterwards, like everyone's also like, not the best judge of like you know if you were like amazing in it or, or not. I think it's like I'm just like oh there there must have been a better yeah I I guess not I don't know like it, it's hard and then afterwards everyone's like oh that was so great I'm like really. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's like if you're like bombing on stage and like you don't even know if you are. It's just like depends on the laughs and how people. Uh, yeah, no, I know when I'm bombing like stage, that. It's pretty clear. Yeah, <laughs> but still, you hear some guy laughing or cackling in the back, like myself, and you're like, "All right, that guy gets it. That guy gets it." Yeah, that's you. Yeah, that's happened to me a lot, especially at Black Cat. That's what I'm talking about. So, Tom, yeah, uh, we met at Black Cat. We're gonna say, and um, so that's the next time, I guess. Um, I'll see you. We're going to wrap this up. Episode 25. Bro, Tom, yeah. thank you so much for coming thank on. Give me, give me a little handshake over here. My man. Uh, producer, producer Pat. Um, I think we're going to... Um, should we, should we uh, leave, leave him with a little uh, freestyle, I guess? Tom, Tom McCaffrey, you want to freestyle rap a little bit? Are you, you want me to, to go first? Yeah, I'll freestyle rap first. Um, let's get um, a beat going. Give me one second. So this is the uh, this is the beat I usually go with at Black Hat, but it's all off the top of the head. Yo, episode twenty five, we just finished it. Tom McCaffrey, you the man, you the shit, bitch. Yeah, call me Teddy Jones, Capital Italy, Rome. I already seen the shit. It be off the top of the dome. Yeah, don't really know what to rap about. Ted Jones, I'm up north, not down south. I'd rather be in Miami in the sun. Ted Jones, I'm chilling, I'm having fun. R.I.P. Pop Smokey passed away. No more guns, let's just chill and blaze. Yeah. Tom McCaffrey trying uh. to get it on the mic. Call me Teddy Jones, I'm the man like Mike. I'm TMC in the NYC. I'm hanging here in an APT with T-E-D. Ooh. J-O-N-E. Yes, that's me. Oh, I'm the best. I like to smoke cess. <laughs> Yo, like Dolly Parton's chest, I am blessed. Yeah, fuck the rest. Oh, yo, I'm New York funny. On the mic, yo, I'm New York funny. If I, if you... <laughs> If you look at me funny, I'll shoot you in your tummy while I'm one deep, <laughs> while I'm one deep in my 2013 hundy. I'm funky, Dunkin' Donuts can't outdunk me. You ain't Ashton Kutcher, don't you try to punk, punk me. me. Yeah. Woo, I'll kill you on the mic like that guy Ca- Ted Bundy. Oh, oh shit. Tom my life is going- comfy because I'm New York funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you. dog. We're going to wrap it up with that. Episode 25. Tom McCaffrey, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Join you. us next week for episode 26. Eh, goodbye.